Hello there, my friends. I'm so happy to be back and podcasting with you. I was a little out of it for a bit, traveling, packing, moving, and then unpacking as we moved from California to Arizona. So I'm back. And today I wanted to talk to you about the difference between making things happen and allowing them to happen. I mean, this is a really interesting balance. And for me, I would say that I spent a big part of my life thinking that I had to make things happen, right? It was all about me making things happen. And and I'm a can-do person. I can make things happen. And I'm a bottom line type person and I'm very capable and, you know, all that stuff probably like you are. And so I would make things happen, force them if it was really something, especially something that I really, really wanted. And I think also because I was a single mom when my kids were one and three and I already had all of this ingrained in me, but I really had to rely on myself for the most part. And so that really got more ingrained in me over those years. And so I, I've thought about this quite a bit. Is it better to make things happen or be the kind of person who allows things to happen? And I've come to the conclusion that it's really a fine balance. You don't have to choose one or the other. In fact, you shouldn't choose one or the other. You really need both. So this, I really had an interesting few weeks there with the house sale and moving and all the two transactions that had to happen with buying a new house and all the different things going on, it was the first time in my whole life that I felt as if I was in the flow with God. Now, if you're not all about God and it's just not your thing, I still want you to listen to this because I'm going to apply this to a lot of different situations and aspects, not just about God, but that's just for me personally. Because I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out, how do I get in the flow with God? How do I hear from Him? How do I listen when I'm this can-do, make-things-happen kind of girl, right? I don't spend a whole lot of time waiting. And this is the first time I've felt for a stretch of time that God and I were kind of doing this thing together. And it was really incredible. It was awesome. And so let me back up a little bit, though. So remember, I'm this person that makes things happen. And and even though I'm a planner, I definitely plan. I live and die by lists. Okay, I'm going to actually make a confession right now. I love checking things off of lists so much that if I've already done something and forgotten to put it on my to-do list, I will actually go back and add it to my list just so I can cross it off. Okay, before you think I'm nuts. I've met a couple of people recently that do the exact same thing, and they're not nuts, so leave me alone. You know what I mean? I mean, I really live by lists, and I'm very organized and all of that, but I'm also kind of a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants person. I know. I'm kind of a, a cross between two different personalities here, but I. so I, if I decide on something, I'm going down the road with it. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to just go with it. Now, I went and married somebody some 20-odd years ago who's not like that at all. Rich is the kind of guy who has to think about things, or he likes to think about things, ad nauseum, at least from my perspective, and he probably thinks I don't think about things enough. And honestly, I've really appreciated 
some of the lessons that I've learned from him. And I was forced to do it if I wanted to keep peace in my home, right? I was forced to have to wait, think things over. And there have been a lot of times where I was really grateful that that happened because the old Valerie would have just blown down the road and bought a chair and found out she didn't even like it. Dang it, I was buying a chair that day, right? And so I really have appreciated Rich's influence over me and in that way. However, there's still that part of me that I'm not going to always want to wait. I'm not going to be like him. I'm not. But I have tempered that part of my personality. And then if you add to it the fact that I've really worked on being more patient, that's a big thing. And, and by the way, for those of you who follow uh, the nine actions in books and, and coaching and all that stuff, my nine actions, that is really, I put it in action number two, which is get on your spiritual armor, because I really felt like without God, I was never going to become a patient person. But anyway, that's where you can learn a little bit more about patience. In any case, I also, you know, I've never thought it was fair that for those of us who move quickly and make decisions quickly, that we're always on the hot seat, right? That the patient people and the people like to think about things and mull things over. They think, oh, we're, we're just, you know, I'm a redhead, right? They just head down the road too quickly and, and move too quickly and they need to slow down. Well, you know, sometimes I thought, why don't you speed up, right? It's not fair. Uh, so I think that I'm hoping that Rich has also learned, you know what? I haven't asked him. I'm going to ask him when I'm done recording this podcast if maybe he has found out that it's okay sometimes to move quicker than he would like to. Maybe he's learned that there are times when you need to act. And so that's what I'm really saying. It's a fine balance between making things happen and allowing them to happen. Now, here's what I want you to think about. Okay, so I told you earlier that I really felt like I was in lockstep with God and and again, if God's not your thing, still stick with me here because um, I'm going to talk about some other things related to this in a moment. But for me, okay, so if you are into God, then then the thing about it is, is that he's got different timing than we have. He also knows things we don't know. He knows that this other situation is going to correct itself before it'll be a good timing for us to do something or to take that action or make that decision. He understands all the dynamics at play and the pieces that have to come together to make it be good timing for us. So sometimes he'll delay us and sometimes he'll have us act. And so I really feel like that fine balance is there, needed. It's necessary, that fine balance between taking action and then kind of letting God align things up. And man, I got to tell you what, it's been painful for me to get to that place where I can appreciate that. Because I used to just think, really? Seriously, God? I mean, what would it take for you to just make things happen? Snap of your fingers. <laughs> but I, I mean, so that's been a, I mean, it's been a battle. I told you I'm a redhead. I, you know, I got to, you got to clobber me over the head sometimes. And I've had to really work hard to get to this place and, and to continue to want to stay here. Because now that I've experienced this few weeks where, so in my house deal, without getting into any of the details, it was so bizarre how every little thing kept coming together, even right down to a situation where the escrow company on the selling side of things where we sold our house said it was impossible. That's what they wrote. I have it in writing. Impossible for the closing to happen on this certain day, but that it could close the next day. I just put it out there. I put it in my God box, which is my gratitude box. And I said, thank you, God, that it's actually going to close this day. Kind of forgot about it. 
And late morning that day, the impossible day, I got a message from our agent saying, I don't know how in the world this happened, but it, it's, it closed. So anyway, but there were tons of things. You know if you've ever done any kind of transaction like selling a house, and then if you've ever done it where you're selling and buying at the same time, and we're moving to a new state, we had to get the interior painted of the house we were moving into before we could move, but we had to get out of the other house. A lot of moving parts had to come together, and everything just kept lining up. And I've never experienced that in my entire life. I have to tell you, I have pushed and prodded and made things happen, but I've never had it come together with a combination of my effort and just allowing things to happen. So for me, I was, I, I knew without question that was, you know, God and I doing this thing together. So whether or not, you know, the spiritual side is something that makes sense to you, I want you to just think about this. Think about the number of situations tiny details and even big occurrences that have to happen in order for something that you want to have happen to happen at that particular moment. So, you know, you want on this date at this time, or, you know, even in a, a, a wider time frame, you want something to occur and you're going to push and force and, you know, do whatever you can to make this thing happen. If it has to do with you alone, well, then you can just make it happen, right? But if it has to do with even one other person, even one other person is involved in whatever this thing is that you're wanting to have happen, then I want you to just step back and think about everything's connected to something else. Think about the number of situations that have to happen perfectly on the other end, on the other side, in order for this thing to happen. It reminds me of, say you're going to drive somewhere and, you know, obviously your goal is to get to that place on time and safely. How many other people are on the road? How many lights do you have to stop at that other people need to cross that same street? How many people have to make sure they stay in their lane, pay attention, drive safely, see you coming, all of that. How many, think about this. It's hundreds, if not thousands of little tiny things that have to come together just right for you to make it to your destination. And that's just driving somewhere. If you're talking about a big thing, like the transaction I talked about earlier, or anything in between, you just start to really think about the number of things that have to come together. And let's say that it, it relies on one other person having this thing happen at this time. Well, how many people are they connected to having that thing happen on time or not happen? Do you get what I'm saying? It's crazy when you really start to think about pulling something off and making it happen. Now, as far as making it happen, I've made plenty of things happen before. Plenty of things in my life. But what I said earlier, it's the first time I really felt like I was in the flow. So, if you don't feel like it's God that, that's happening for you because that's not what you believe, what about being in the flow? What about, you know, being in karma, whatever you want to call it? Have you ever experienced this? What I'm talking about, have you ever felt as if, okay, it was a combination of my effort and then really just being in the flow, having things happen and work out? Amazing. Now, back to my original question to you. 
Is it better to make things happen or allow them to happen? Now, obviously, I've been talking here for a few minutes about there being a fine balance. And I absolutely, without question, know that that's the answer. The answer is you have to have both because, okay, so if you're a bull in a china shop like I tend to be, you're going to miss out on good timing. Perhaps even on having something turn out better than it could have. See, when we're doing it of our own accord, things aren't going to turn out as, as well as if we have God on our side, if we have good timing on our side. And so I think that that it's important for us to not just make things happen, but be in the flow. And so remember, I told you, I'm the kind of person that really just goes in there and I'll just barrel through something. You know, you've heard the saying, ready, aim, fire. Well, I'm more of a ready, fire, aim kind of girl. (laughs) I've been known to pull the trigger probably a lot quicker than I should. Now, remember I told you that Rich is the other way. He'll be like, ready, 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 aim. Okay, ready, ready, aim, aim, ready, aim. And eventually he'll fire. And so which is better? I don't think either one of them is better. Because here's the deal. Like I said earlier, if you're too quick and you're too brazen and you're trying to do it all of your own accord, you're going to miss out on good timing. You're going to make decisions you probably wouldn't have if you had that hindsight. You're going to get into situations you maybe shouldn't. But on the other side of the coin, if you're more like Rich, you might not make anything happen. And I'm, I'm not saying Rich doesn't make things happen. Trust me, he makes plenty of things happen. But if you're that type of a personality where you tend to and probably even more so than him. He's not to the extreme at all. There, you know, if you're the kind of person who, well, I got to think about it. I got to wait. I got to wait for everything to work out. I wait for timing. I got, you know, eventually years go by and nothing's happened. Or if you feel like, well, I'm just going to live on faith. You know, that's it. I'm just going to let God make it happen. Well, here's the thing. God's not going to make it happen. He will allow situations, but I mean, you got to do something, right? I mean, you have to do your part. You have to be a willing participant in the process And so I really think that, so if you're the kind of person that, you know, tends to barrel through things of your own accord and and doesn't, you know, try to hang back and maybe get wise counsel or pray or figure out some better timing, then you might want to think about doing that. And then if you're the kind of person who's just having a tough time making decisions because you just want to, you know, somebody to knock on your door and go, hey, here it is. This is what you got to do. One step, one, two, three. Then you might never make anything happen. So the real key is to find that balance. And hey, by the way, a lot of what I a lot of what I talk about, pretty much everything I talk about has to do with mindset. It has to do with attitude. It has to do with us getting into the right frame of mind. And if you're not, you know, you're not going to do any of these things that I talk about. And so I want to tell you that coming up, we are going to have our very first starting October 1st, our very first 21-day mindset reset. And it's a challenge and it's going to be 21 days where you get these little exercises each day and it is going to help you change your mindset. So if you are in need of, man, I've got to adjust my attitude, get out of this fear mode. I've got to figure out how to be a better decision maker. I've got to quit barreling down the road of my own accord. Whatever it is that you're thinking that's off, this is going to be great and it's actually going to be fun too. And so along with that, once the 21 days are over, you're going to get access to a website that you can access for as long as you want. And it's going to have other 
uh, pieces of wisdom and some other resources that you can use to go long past that 21 days. So that's going to be really, really great for you. And so I want you to go and definitely check into this 21-day mindset reset. And you can find it at ValerieSilvera.com or... Uh-oh, I just forgot which website we were using, 21mindsetreset.com or mindsetreset21.com. Well, guess what? We have both of those URLs. They'll both get you there. But you can always go to valeriesilvera.com. And if you're a part of our Facebook group, our Still Standing Sisterhood Facebook group, you're going to learn about it there. But I wanted to throw that out there because it's going to be cool because people are going to go into the Facebook group and then talk about each of these things and kind of get engaged with each other. And it'll really, I mean, it's one thing to to do something to change your mindset on your own, which you absolutely should do, but it's quite another thing when you do it with other people. So that'll really just add another dynamic and it'll it'll be like having accountability partners, which we all know whenever you have an accountability partner, you definitely stay more committed. So my encouragement to you today is to really work to find that balance between making things happen and, you know, being the one that's taking action and, and being the doer, because you have to do that, and allowing God to work with you, allowing yourself to be in the flow, allowing other people to come alongside you, backing off when you need to have some better timing, but taking a chance and not being afraid when, when you need to step forward. This, there's no precision to this. There's no perfection. We don't have a crystal ball. We have no idea what the future holds. We, we have such a myopic view of the world that we really don't know. That's why I rely on God, because he doesn't have a myopic view. But I mean, but I got to tell you what, getting to this place, if you're sitting there right now going, yeah, Valerie, okay, well, that's easy for you. No, it wasn't easy for me. You know, it's still not, because that's something that I've had to really shift my thinking on. I've had to change my habits, but it's worth it. I was tired of trying to have it be all about me making things happen and and then being disappointed and not understanding what was going wrong and and you know not understanding why I couldn't make this thing happen because by the way if you've read Still Standing after all the tears and maybe even my recent book Still Standing you may have heard me talk about how I used to be a person who could make things happen and then suddenly I couldn't make anything happen well it was probably not a coincidence that I was also really, really trying to walk more with God. And, and and it's been tough for me. I mean, you might meet people who say, wow, you know, I turned God on and we just went down the road together and it was, you know, all roses and sunshine. <laughs> it hasn't been that for me. Uh, you know, I haven't taken the easy way through life. But it's all worth it, especially if you can come to a place where you can have these these moments or these situations where it doesn't feel like everything is pushing a rock uphill. You know, or trying to push a noodle around a plate where it just seems like you can't get things done. So bottom line, my friends, it's a balance between you taking action, stepping up to the plate, being responsible to make decisions and make things happen and waiting on good timing, listening to God, getting in the flow so that you have more than just you in this process of getting wherever it is you want to get to. Until the next time, remember that your story matters. So I want you to live it courageously. And please join me for the next 21-day Mindset Reset. We will be having them once a month. I will look forward to having you in our Still Standing Sisterhood Facebook group and joining a 21-day Mindset Challenge soon. 
Have an awesome day.